Welcome to Earth School, a weekly podcast about weaving the healing journey artfully into life, hosted by B.B. Dalman and Rosalie McNally. Welcome back, listeners. I'm delighted to be with you for another week ahead of the energies that are available to us and how to work with them and integrate them into your daily being and life. And Bibi, always a pleasure to have you here. Hi, Rosalind. Good to be back. Now, last week, we sort of hopped off when we were chatting about, we finished around sort of Mercury moving in, Mercury going direct like, and what we've often said in the podcasts have been like, you know, sometimes it's only in reflection and looking back that we might have a sense of what's been invited off us or what that energy is bringing towards us to maybe reflect on, to look at. Um, And especially because Mercury's all around sort of our communication and all like, but what, what, what would you like to introduce the listeners to from that perspective of that reflection or even noticing in this last week, how it's been, showing up in life Mm, so i think for for a lot of us we may feel sort of the nudges you know we were saying that before as well um maybe before the actual exact date or you know way afterwards so you might only now get a sense of okay oh because mercury going retrograde so much about revisiting reimagining and so when mercury then starts going direct so moving ahead again there's so much about this and like picking up on those pieces but the clarity might only come now so even though it's been going direct for a good few days now so there's really an invitation to have a look at like all things in your life that go okay you know i mean we're in a phase where we're revisiting so much anyway but what are sort of the learnings from it? So whether it's, you know, the relationships, the way in which you communicate in your relationships. I mean, especially if you're listening from Ireland, we're in a lockdown, you know, you're close with the people around you. How How is that communication working? Is what you're saying really landing? Is the way in which you say it, the circumstances you say it, is that all optimum? Is, is the message, the content that you're actually trying, are you clear on, you know, what you're wanting to communicate? Is that landing with the other person? And the same goes for, you know, email, it goes for you know like all the ways in which we interact with the world around us and so maybe uh, pausing there a little bit and just thinking is like okay what am I instead of being frustrated with the other all the time it's like okay where is it that I maybe wasn't clear in how I said something or what I wanted to say so I think that energy is still very much present and um, it's well worth diving in mm. again and revisiting I just as you're speaking there I'm, I'm not going to get into politics but I'm just laughing going Actually, a lot of people I've chatted about haven't felt clear in what they're receiving about how to be in this environment or what's coming next or what's further down the road. Like, So even then, it's about, you know, us, we chatted about this last week, how we're receiving that information and how we're dealing with what's coming up then, the emotions around that there, like, because there is the lack of clarity because you can't go, we're sort of not able to hold on to, okay, on the 5th of April, we're definitely been able to head to the beach, go get ice cream, go meet our families, it's kind of very not able to hold on to anything like so that's on an other perspective watching and observing that lack of communication that lack of clarity but then we are still left sitting in that space too so then it's like how 
acknowledging and honouring the emotions that are coming up and then going, okay, so can I get clear on what I maybe need to communicate around this here? And you ha- like, and you do see sort of the extremes of the voices coming out, you know, from different aspects and all there. Like, so then it's like really filtering through where am I on that whole spectrum? Like, yeah, so just you're speaking, I'm just like, oh yeah, that was playing out in sort of the collective within here in Ireland. Like, you're like, oh, that's interesting. But then within our own too, and that's even communicating our needs at this moment, as you're saying, connecting with people, communicating to ourselves, our needs, what we need to be able to be in this space for now, to go in a little bit longer haul, and then sharing that with other people. Like, yeah. Yeah, and I think as well, with that always goes, you know, what is it that doesn't need to be communicated? You know, there 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 are times I think I'm just thinking of, you know, when when our energies are amped up a little bit, our frustrations are amped up and we're we're in close proximity with those who we love and are around us. We we say things so quickly and I think so much about this sort of way of communicating Mercury going retrograde and going forward again is like where where did I say things that needed to be said but maybe not in that way or in that moment you Mm. know so it's like also the ability to really understand the potency of our communication of our words and that goes both ways be very clear in what we're saying and that our words have impact and as a result Mm. also the power that lies in sometimes consciously not saying something you know in that moment Yeah, and I think if we into some of the aspects we'll be possibly chatting about later on as well. Like it kind of feels like communication is one of those longer, an expression is one of those longer themes throughout this year in different ways and different aspects depending on the planets and all there. Like, but it's interesting that oh, okay, it was it's not just when Mercury is in retrograde or go uh, is moving back direct, but it's also in different aspects of our life. Like that way, because we're always communicating. Mm-hmm. so we can look into then sort of the influences that are available to us then like the first little thing we were chatting about before we came on sort of dipping into would be the full moon in Virgo on the 27th Mm, yeah so I think the full moon qualities are always a beautiful one it's it's you know it's it's similar and different to uh, the mercury retrogrades that's been going on the past week um a weeks um there is i think with every full moon there is both there is an invitation to celebrate celebrate how far we've come and then there is also with that obviously you can only celebrate if you really take take a look back at how far how far you've come and what worked and so um full moon is also always an opportunity to adjust something slightly you know, you have a different point of view six months, five, six months down the road from when when it initially, when the new moon phase was there. How far have you, you know, traveled in that time? Mm. And I think with with the full moon in Virgo, there is Virgo being just this earth sign. I think there, there can be that invitation to ground something or to at least connect back into the physical because everything is so airy at the moment mm. communication emotional and and i think something about virgo is very much bringing the tangible into it like really feeling the physicality um of it yeah mm-hmm. so like for me the full moons are like that that accumulation that fruitation so we're either seeing something that we've been working on maybe coming into a fuller expression of itself it might not be like ripe for the picking but we're seeing that growth within it like and then as you said definitely it is that place where we get to maybe sit and and still release like or bear witness to 
what has come in the last six months around those themes and those energies or how Virgo interacts within my being or what it means to me, like how I see those energies. So it's a lovely time to sit and even just set, like you might not be setting the intentions, but you might just be reflecting back, okay, if I continue growing it in this way, you know, like what would that look like then in another possibly three months, six months, whatever cycle I wish to reflect on. But also then, okay, but if I keep going this way, mm, okay, maybe I need to adjust or tailor it in some way, like, or work with it in a different way. Like when I think of, like, I, I have a Virgo moon, like, so just like, you know, a little Virgo a little bit that way. Like, so I always just think, you know, it is that kind of practical. It is that, you know, as you said, that ground and down. And when we're in so much airy, it's beautiful because like you can have loads of ideas and all there, like, but then it's like, okay, so how can that have a space to grow some a trunk almost because I've only got the branches and they're they're all looking fabulous and I want to hop on every branch but Virgo might be going okay that's great you have like 16 plates in the sky and maybe you can balance all 16 but maybe we'll just try and grow a trunk on one of those there for a little bit or even begin to where I see it maybe at the minute is it might not get the roots onto it but beginning to think of the practicalities of what would it take to bring that in or what would it take for my mindset to allow that to come in possibly that way like as well as you know like the beliefs around it or do I feel like you know you're working sort of being discerning around you know my relationship with whatever I feel coming in or is the ideas that are there for me or the ways of being like knowing okay this one actually is you know I get a sense for my highest and greatest versus my head's going but that one would be really beautiful for the ego like you know really sensing into the one that's soul aligned (laughs) Mm. yeah and I think with Virgo there's so much this quality of instead of maybe starting something completely new from scratch um, Virgo is always you know it, it's refining it's I'm always thinking of you know the difference between building a brand new house or taking an old building and really refurbishing it and and bringing out the the best parts and fixing what needs addressing and rearranging and you know and I think when you when you do up an older property um you know when you have the love for it is one of the most beautiful mm-hmm. things you know it's 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 slow it's detailed it's it's really honoring the initial you know sense or the initial spirit of that building and i think it's the same when we bring virgo when we look at our own life i mean our own body our own existence mm-hmm. you know it's virgo is this idea of okay how far have i come this far and what within me needs restructuring rather than completely reinventing the wheel you know and so there is there's something in that invitation to really capture our our soul's initial spirit you know if you want to go that deep it's this idea of why did we actually land here <laughs> in this embodiment at this point in 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 time you know um but also maybe connecting back i think a beautiful way with with working working with the virgo energies is to look at a a photo of yourself when you were maybe three four years old or at any point like a a, you know a toddler maybe even where you were full of energy there like a photo that captures sort of your spirit where you can connect to that and i think working with that is beautiful because what it allows us is like it, it allows us to see what's essential and what's at the core of our being and to bring that forward and I think that is a really great way of working with when we can't change that much in our outer world at the moment but we can touch back with with that spirit and like practices that help us feel that within ourselves and 
obviously the expression we had as a five-year-old will be quite different to the expression as like a 20, 30, 40, 50, 60 year old person, you know, but I think every time Virgo sort of this energy is invoked in us, it's like, yeah, this is great, but how does that original spirit wants to express mm. itself now? Yeah, because she said that like the expression of the five-year-old is different maybe to the 25, 35-year-old and I'm like going, and that's a shame, like, do you know, because there will be some parts of that that are what we need at this moment in time as well to tend to like because sometimes it'll be those parts of us that will allow us to nearly allow, allow ourselves to grab the different sort of the the structures the routines the habits do you know like allowing something different to come in like or going and not back in a sense but you know returning to a, a very different way of looking at the world like if you were to look at your life through your younger self eyes like what would they say about life like do you know, like you're, oh, that's full, full of fun, full of life, full of energy or oh God, that's a bit monotonous. Like, <laughs> do you yeah, know, like, and yeah. it's not saying routines and all are, we need those, but like sometimes we're just in them because we've walked them so many times, like, and we're doing things that we've done so many times out of habit versus choosing them and seeing, because I think like when we're in this space at the minute, we're getting to look at how is my day to day? Like, does it really light me up? Does it fulfill me? You know, does it give me energy? Does it inspire me for my life? And then if not, what little adjustments can I, I make that even just bring in a few moments of whatever that quality I'm looking to embrace or that I'm looking to bring into myself? Like, I love that. And I think this quality of Virgo also, what it reminds me of is always like a light touch. <laughs> you know, because Virgo in overdrive can just overpolish things to the point that it turns into perfectionism that something mm -hmm. isn't good enough that and we do that to ourselves we do that to the people around us the projects around us and we you know so there is this this ability to really be hands-on and adjust what needs adjusting and then also the ability to step back again and go well was that actually enough what has that done to original spark and that can be if you take yourself as a project or if you you know take a work project or if you take even a relationship and you go back to the origin when you met your partner you know um, what was it that that partner lit up within you and then to remember that and to understand kind of creatively because Virgo is also like practical but pragmatic but it's also very creative in that earthy quality of like what little adjustments can you make so there that's that initial spark the love can still arise you know every day even though we have to live very you know patterned lives at the moment and pre-programmed lives in a way and also not knowing where we're going and so sometimes i think the joy in our relationships to ourselves to our friends to our partners can sort of be be washed out a little bit you know uh, and i think virgo in a, in a healthy vibration and a healthy alignment can really bring out that joy again and that appreciation. Uh, and you just, you know, when you kind of feel like you're over polishing, it's just a little bit, a little bit too much of a good, good incentive. And, you know, maybe again, hands off the partner when you're constantly nudging at them, what, you know, pick up this and do that. And, but the same when you're very harsh on yourself, mm -hmm. you know, like you should be doing this, you should be, Virgo can bring very much that should in into your life as well. So just keeping an eye on that as well, I think, mm -hmm. um, versus is what is it that I actually want? I think that that is a big shift between, let's say the joy that we have in our younger years versus like the adult years there's somewhere this transformation between hey i want to do this in curiosity led mm. to the, a life that is full of responsibilities and shots and you know somewhere in between is a really good blend um, and i think that's that's 
unique to each and every one of us to find where, where that lies, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but as we get older, we tend to be a little heavier on the shirts and a little le- less guided by curiosity. So mm-hmm. that might be an invitation on this time as well to look at. Yeah, lovely. Like, yeah, because definitely the Virgo in a sort of imbalanced is the overcritical, the harshness towards self and to possibly other people too, depending if they're doing what they think they should be doing. <laughs> but like it's it's to notice how that shows up within our being like um because we will ha- have all aspects of every planet within us like because they're just energies so it doesn't mean like i if i'm if i only have that if i'm a virgo or if something's happening in my virgo it may be more highlighted but they're always there within us like that way but it's noticing especially at these times where things may feel a little bit more constricting or getting smaller that that sort of overcriticalness or that harshness noticing that on the self like that way and it's to me this space is an invitation to sort of you know really tend to the self be very kind to the self and nurture the body because sometimes that can be getting a little more more constricted too yes everything gets smaller like because I've heard loads of people chatting recently just you know like noticing how their relationship to their body's changing because they're not maybe getting access to everything that they would have beforehand or they need that external person or they thrive better in an environment with loads of people around them and they're like going, well, going for the walk or using the stuff in the house just isn't it's not the same like that uh, like so to me it's that you know coming back and tending to the, sort of your your wellness your well-being as well yeah i love that and that's where when we work with like archetypal energies in that way um we can direct our energies from you know from one direction we might experience a cul-de-sac into that energy expressing itself in a different way so you know if you know virgo there is this mutability this need for exchange to change your mind but also have you know ex you know influence from the outer world affecting you maybe traveling there are all these 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 qualities and many of those we we can't access right now right and that can create mm-hmm. great frustrations and with the moon being in that like this idea of our needs you know all of a sudden that might be really the need like okay now i really need to get out you know and you're like i always need it but right now it becomes very much comes mm-hmm. to the surface and so taking those energies and understanding them on a deeper level that there is a mutability there's something that what's tan- ta- something tangible something once changing adjusting improving refinement and so if i if i can't get that mutability that exchange by traveling or by seeing all those people maybe I can take something as simple as my house and redecorate my home and i keep coming back to that analogy of the home throughout all mm-hmm. these episodes but i think it's just something we're spending a lot of time in at the moment and and i always feel like it's it's helpful to connect something that's so esoteric um as astrology and energies into like what mm. does it mean in our everyday life you know so if i can't go out and change and get the change by traveling to a different location can i actually take you know in my home can i change where i do my work yeah. you know make if i've always been on a kitchen table maybe can create a makeshift desk in the bedroom and carve something out there or vice versa mm. or can i switch bedrooms with my kids mm. you know something that seems like ridiculous at other times but being confined into the same space and having this something that wants mutability something that wants change a different perspective this could be just the energies to fuel that into it so instead of getting frustrated with what we can't do it's actually using those energies into into Mm. a way of um i suppose augmenting the experience of our life maybe yeah 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what you know, you're saying, like um, Virgo being that earth energy, but we're still in a lot of air energy. Like it's sort of shown us that our physical space or physicality is as important as our spirituality, which is like the air, if you think. Like, so both need to be tended to. Like, so we can say that this is a space of real inner growth, and, and it is. But like we're very much in our little physical spaces. Like, do you know, like, so it's really that, like, you know, how can I bring that whether I go on a journey in my own little home, as you said, like, you know, and create some little space or spa space or just a little navigation through it in a different way. Like, whether I change pictures, whether I do something with it, you know, but I think changing rooms, I think, is always brilliant. Like, like if I'm always in my yeah. office, there'll become a point where I'm just sitting then and I kick Liam off the kitchen table and I sit there instead he's like why not go just a different view do you know just different view different energy different space and I'll do that every so often like unconsciously without planning it because my body's going if I have to stay in this room another minute (laughs) you know even if I'm just doing creative stuff I just need a different shift of energy like yeah 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 and especially for those of us who have like a lot of mutability in our chart or you know even we we see in our human design as well where certain environments uh, some Mm. people thrive in consistent environments you know that it really pays off to having your desk at the same place you know rather than being in a different every morning in a different place in your house to do your work but at the same time you can have consistency and just change it up every once in a while you know and I think when when we think of the energies of of a full moon what it really is actually is that the sun is in one part of your chart and the moon is in the exact opposite end so we're so essentially the moon is the furthest away from the sun in terms of when we look at our astrological chart it's in the exact opposite end so it's as far stretched as as it possibly can and after the full moon it kind of makes its way the sun makes its way back around and, and meeting with the moon so this idea that we're like stretched but there's also an invitation of can I embody and that's so much about the yoga practice right can I embody opposites can I embody structure and flow can I embody joy and you know reliability like this this always and that's what an asana actually is is that stira sukhamasanam is the stability and the joy in every pose you know how am I connecting that and so full moons always remind me of that how can I embody both you know so if you think of the sun and the moon it's like your yin and yang energy in a very simplified mm-hmm. way or the sun being your outer expression and the moon your your inner landscape so there can be it can feel that how you live your outer life at the moment feels like literally so far removed from your inner needs so that can come up with the full moon as well and so it's just like understanding that and seeing what new insights come from that so maybe you kind of felt something was at at like this ease for a while but now you get clarity around that and so I think working with with the full moon in that way noticing what comes up what you're really sick of and then actually maybe maybe it's point now that you actually feel it in your emotional body and maybe it's even the time now that you can write it down be very specific about it um but being able to notice that allow that to clarify and as a need without being necessarily reactive to it by you know yeah. being harsh on the people around us or being harsh on ourselves so it's this what what is it that you're learning from this really being this creative tension you know at every full moon yeah yeah because it could be showing you where you know the things that were really important to you now like where you really valued spending your time um it can show you where possibly you feel things are being imposed on you 
that way like then how you react to things or, and things not going your way possibly as well that way it can then bring up around whole issues of our sense of freedom that way like you know just about do we free can we feel free no matter where we're at and what circumstances are going on about our choices so many different levels like you know so it's really given us a chance to dig into aspects that we don't often maybe really sit with and see because it's not very often we're in these and where the pressure cooker is getting a little bit tighter sometimes too like and then for those who are in different countries and feeling that sense of you know opening up again then like you know even what am I relieved about like you know what do I feel I'm, I'm getting back like do you know like and then am I really you know just going to go out and do the same things that I've always done because it's habitual and that road is so well trodden or you know what have I learned from my experience of being inside and feeling restricted and all there like that now I choose where I'm putting my energy like that way because I think even after a year it's very easy to go back onto the same road very quickly yeah. like do you know like with, without sitting and really contemplating if if I really realize that you know my life is my life force is limited in certain ways that way like us and what we're able to do in certain days or certain places that way like but also something's came to my mind that's gone out the other year but um you know we're getting to choose where we put our energy so much more like and and that's that's where we actually have sort of more energy and more force behind us for change I think too like do you know because if if I have energy coming out in 10 different spots when I chat about energy it's just like you know where my focus is going my attention my intention what not else like if that's going on 12 different streams if I decide well actually three of them I don't even remember why I was doing them or just because it kept everybody happy or because that's what you're meant to do, is it not? And I start narrowing my streams that way, like, you know, because they're the ones that nourish me or find new ones, then it's so much more focused. Like, so the habits, the rituals, the routines that we bring in then on a daily basis feed into the change that will come in a year, five years, 10 years, but will feed into the change that comes well after we're gone as well like and I think sometimes when we're thinking about creating sort of to me like you know the Virgo and energy would would be our habits or routines or the habitualness of what we do like so if I'm working with that there it's to remember it's not just about me getting a thinner waist that way like you know it's like what are the habits and that's a perfect thing if it's health wise for your well-being like do you know like but it's like what are these habits and creations to do for myself the collective and then when I am an ancestor, in a sense, what do I hope that to leave with people? Like, Oh, I love that. Like, I love that on so many levels because the energies that are really coming in, moon being in Virgo, wanting the very specific. Virgo likes things just so. And it likes to have a certain way of knowing what's about to happen and you know and then Pisces that's actually what a sun is at the moment and so mm. Pisces is exactly the opposite it has no interest of anchoring itself down has no mm. interest of, of of defining itself in any way if anything Pisces is sort of that experience for those of you you know like when you when you go in in a, for, in a Reiki session when mm. you're you, when you're consciousness when you just traveling between the different layers if you go into yoga nidra it's like you're present but you're also not present that sort of pisces pisces is really there to really open you up actually mm. to kind of go i have a body but there's so much more to me you know uh, and i'm not really interested in limiting myself to just one expression and virgo on the other hand goes like yeah but i can't i, I don't know what to do with that <laughs> so there's this push pull as well that we're going through mm. our inner needs in a way going like 
right, I need to know how long this lockdown is going to work or I need to know what the next steps are. And then on the other hand, Pisces, this experience where, where one day somebody was wearing me is like, hope you had a nice weekend. Although like, you know, weekends and midweek, they all start to feel the same, you know, mornings and afternoons mm -hmm. all blending. That's very Pisces, you know. So there is an invitation now to, to kind of think back about where am I also limiting myself or honing on earthing too quickly into one expression because this Piscean quality mm -hmm. really activates our imagination, our creativity, right? And so looping back to what you were saying, this is like, how can I have one foot in that imaginative, imaginative mm -hmm. realm, right? In my on soul level of all the different expressions I could take and this idea of yoga, if we go high up enough, and we move beyond our own individual consciousness and this idea of we're all one, right? From 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 that aspect, can I tap into that where creativity comes and lands with us? And at the same time, can I be sure-footed in this world and navigate my, my physical body around, you know, mortgages and bills mm. and feeding myself and and making sure everyone in the family is 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 as happy as they possibly can be <laughs> at the moment and fed and 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 seen, you know. So there is something about this moon that is is asking to almost invite in an, an otherworldly quality like those aspects of you and take the imagination to that far and then infusing that into solving the problems that we have right here right now when you're speaking um, i think thoughts are. was it was it was it wayne dyer i think i'm not 100 percent sure that's that said like the the problems that are being created at yeah. this level of thinking cannot be solved the same. at the same level. Yeah. You know, Einstein did the same thing, headed off on his little dreamy journey to come back to for like sort of have the solve the equation in a sense like that way because it can't be accessed. Like, do you know, when, like when you're speaking, I'm just like, oh my God, those two energies are just, they're spirituality full stop, like one foot in both worlds. So how can we have a one foot in both world and both inform the other in a sense like that way like and and then like I'm like oh, and then that brings in like that Aquarian energy then that it's not just for me like anything that I I bring in now it, it hopefully it'll feed me too in some form or another and if it doesn't that's fine because if it feeds the community the collective it has to feed me like do you know like in whatever form that I am in this world at working out and uh, working on or bringing in or moving through the world like that way so I see it sort of knitting through through them all like because to me like the Pisces is that that just that dreamy energy like do you know it's in that space that we can have as you said have access then to do you know like we like sort of that the, the collective dream almost like do you know, like, what is the highest version that we could be in? Like, if we allow ourselves, and when I say detach, I don't mean detach us and ignore, but like, if I only dream through the lens and perception of what is here and what I think is possible, depending on my mindset, that's a certain trajectory. Like, that way, like, so in shamanism, we'll chat about, you know, like, there's certain, that film with Matthew McConaughey shows it brilliantly, like, but there's all these lines that you can hop on, like, but if I'm only creating from that space, that's only going to be a certain line like that I will hop on and then that's what I'm dreaming in. Like, But can I allow myself to connect to a higher version? Like that may seem like a pipe dream that way, like, or might seem, oh, I don't know if that's possible so quickly or sooner, but it means that we're we're hopping on that timeline, like, 
because then we're going to be doing the the aspects of the habits the beliefs whatever it is working along that way then growing towards that but growing it here now yeah yeah and what came to my mind even on a, on a on a very i mean to me it's 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 bridging what we said in yoga you know taking your yoga off the mat mm -hmm. the, you know but it's the same like diving into if you if you're if you're have an artistic practice you know if you're if you're painting if you if you're writing poetry if you're getting lost in in those places like healthily lost in shavasana shavasana in in you know in in a, in a reiki practice and then bringing it back and watching how those practices shape how you see the problems that you face on that particular day because i think mm -hmm. we we all have this we sometimes wake up and we wake up with a sense of like dread and then we can live the whole day from that position of dread and trying to force life to convince us otherwise hopefully along the day but most likely it's not going to change or we can use those practices you know whether it's brief meditation whether it's physical yoga practice whether it's going for a run you know all of those tools that you have but they change on a very ethereal but also on a very practical level how your brain actually works and also how your nervous system works and it gets you out of this fight or fight fight or flight response into a more open creative response and it can be something as simple as like taking five minutes to breathe and then see what has changed but i think what's what's important for us so we see that potency is to really to really go okay how has my day changed as a result of me taking those five minutes to breathe how has my you know relationship to my family changed by me just going for a walk in nature by myself so knowing your practices and really seeing how when you engage in those practices or ways of being i don't even want to call them practices because to me they're a way of life really and i know for, for you you know they're just how we live um but but either way by engaging in in those in those aspects what changes within you how you see the world how you feel you know even how capable you feel you know because when we work out as this fight or flight really our nervous system allows us only to access a certain part in our brain that is really problem solving as in the putting out the mm -hmm. fire that's right ahead of me so whether it's making breakfast or whether that's like you know like that email that you need to send at work like when you're in a fight or flight response your brain your, your whole system doesn't let you access these parts in your being that can imagine that can imagine and be creative it just shuts it off because it doesn't need it for survival right there and then so all the practice that help you to re-regulate your nervous system where you can nourish yourself on a practical that's already helpful and then if you allow yourself to go even further into dreamscape and you know harness insights ideas and they I mean, when it comes out of Piscean land, it's it's never right away, usually a, a clear thought. Sometimes it is, mm. but usually it's like it's something that intangible and then just to give it time to come come in. So combining those Virgo and, and Piscean qualities, yeah, definitely like there's a there's a healing capacity and that's that's the other of both of mm. those elements, you know, um, Piscean maybe healing sort of healing by by bringing in other qualities and and the virgo and healing is of addressing really what we have whether it's the physical body and and you know whether it's changing how we eat or changing how we move you know um that that is very much the regoring quality as well so it's not about fixing but it's like to me it's like so much about remembering the essence whether it's through a dreamscape or through the physical mm -hmm. practices but i think there, there is definitely that invitation at the moment there mm -hmm. Beautiful. And that would fuel into how we act, right? Yeah. Not, like, it has to, like, that way. If I'm feeling replenished, I act very differently than if I'm feeling depleted. 
No, if I'm feeling inspired, I act very different than if I'm feeling, you know, like everything's been pulled from me, like that way. So it has to, it has to feed in, like, and that's quite sure that's why we do our practices, like, that way is why people come to learn them, like, it's because they want something to be different. They want to experience life differently, like, and I know so many people have, you no know, different people I know will have Virgo in their charts and they go, oh my God, but I'm a natural healer. It's like, but Virgo just heals in general, like, it's just, it's quality and Pisces to me would be like that, but... And then both of them will go there, like Pisces then to be able to sometimes be the little martyr as well. Like that way we're overgive to absolute depletion. Like, you know, from just watching certain people I know with have a high quality of it on their chart. Like, so it's just like, you know, or I just hold that energy really well. Like, um, so we're also being invited to really have the space for healing now, like our emotions. But to me too, Pisces sort of what like to me it's like kind of feeling really into our heart space and seeing can we be led from that space as well like while we're meeting everything while we're feeling up and down while we're feeling we don't know if we're going left or right while we're feeling we don't know who we are maybe at this moment in time we don't know who we're going to be when we emerge we don't really maybe have the normal routines that we would have had but we're creating new ones and we're constantly adjusting them to new factors that are coming in like so it's like to me, it always is then inviting us back into, you know, really connecting with our heart and going from that space. Like, you know, it can more of my day be about things that I enjoy or even a sprinkle of it. Not well, like, because then that's going to shift. Like, anybody, like, I've chatted a few people this week who've learned Reiki, like, and they're like, you know, but the days I don't, why would you do it every day? And I go, because how's the days when you don't do it? And they're like, yeah, I just never feel right. And I'm like, yeah, that's why we do it every day. <laughs> you know like and it doesn't I go it doesn't mean like somebody goes to me like you know but it means life's meant to be getting better no it's not about that I go but like you know it will it will change but it's not going to stop you from suffering like just because I do healing does not mean I'm not being affected by what's happening in the world like do you know like but it means I go we have a place to come back to and then to act from yeah I think it's stepping into into responsibility right yeah I mean this idea that I'm taking responsibility. That's why I do my breath work. I do my Reiki practice. I, you know, I do my physical embodiment movement. And it's, I don't have like, I'm not doing the same every single day. It's just how I'm wired. I need some flexibility in that. And for some of you, it will feel really good to do the same. But what whatever it is, is it's like, it's prophylactic, right? You step into those practices, not because you feel like shit, mm-hmm. but ideally you engage in those practices because you take responsibility for how you want to show up. You know, you don't start brushing your teeth just because hopefully your dentist told you 30 years down the line you should brush your teeth. You just brush your teeth, you know? It's, it's, it's a thing you do all the time. Mm-hmm. You know it works. And also we don't question it, right? We don't question halfway through the day, maybe I shouldn't have brushed my teeth or, you know, (laughs) I think when it comes to the healing modalities, there's so much mind space sometimes taken up with when is the right time? Why Mm. should I do it? Oh, I'm doing it. I'm feeling bad. What's the best thing to do? It's like run with what works for you and like... It's like same with food, you know, you don't eat an apple and expect to feel better right away. But if your nutrition generally is shit, like your energy levels 
it's just right there. So, you know, like it doesn't mean that we always, that we never have a glass of wine or never have, you know, like chocolate. It's not about that, but look at it like what you eat most of the time. And then take that same principle and look at what are the practicing practices that you do most of the time. Mm. And then what are you able to do? Like for me, one of the practice was always to travel. Travel was for me a spiritual practice. It did so much to me, to my teaching. I can't do this physically at the moment. So I need to look at all of the other things that I have. So I am taking responsibility for how I'm showing up physically, mentally, emotionally, and psychologically. Do I have shit days? Of course I have shit days. And there was a lot of shit in these last two minutes. I apologize. (laughs) (laughs) But there is, there is this way rather than stepping out of responsibility and going like fingers crossed and see how I wake up and I'm just gonna ride if I feel not that great I'm just gonna ride in that energy and then if I bark at my partner it's not really me it was just like I was in a mood so I think Mm -hmm. collectively we're learning to be kind to ourselves but also to step into that responsibility which is I think so much of that signature of, of that full moon and that sort of goes hand in hand into this this quality of Mars now entering the sign of Gemini, right? So if you think of Mars in a very simplified version, is the is your willpower, your drive, this capacity to make things happen, to be decisive, right? Um, mm. What are, what are you associating with sort of when you when you hear of Mars? Mars, like the first would would be sort of action out there, like. But I'd also. For some reason, so you know, like that little almost like depending on the expression of it would be like the little mm. warrior can chop your head off, like, or be the warrior of the heart where it knows when to use certain tools that it has and knows when not to. I remember, like, like the samurai somebody explained years ago, I met and they were like, you know, samurai's not spends most time not using the sword, like, but they know the one time to use it. That way, like to me, it's that kind of energy, like it can come and sweep out. It's also then, like obviously, like the anger. That way, it's it's active. It's an act. I'd see it as an activating energy. It's all about how I might be take how I take action or how I don't, and what's the energy behind it. Like yeah, yeah, I love that. Like almost like speeding things up, leaning into things, right? Yeah. And then it just depends if whatever you're leaning into, which way it's aligned, it can come out in anger or it can come out in in great productivity. And yeah. I like that the worry of the heart, you know, really paving a path for for your soul's journey in that way. But it can be also very um, short sighted at times as mm. well. Yeah, yeah, to the point, sort of as the words that come to my mind, like you know, but sharp, sharp to the point. Wow. Yeah. And so it, it, it's funny that, you know, the, the sharp, sharp tongue that especially when you think in Mars and Gemini is a Gemini, another, you know, again, air, mm. air quality, mutable air. So wanting the exchange, needing the exchange. Um, so Mars entering into into an air sign again, coming from an Earth sign. Mm. Might just, and, and Mars is sort of like if you think it takes about, about roughly two years to go around your chart. So these are like when we talk about these energies, these are sort of two year cycles that we dive into. So it always pays off to go back two years and see where the parallels. Mm. What is it that Mars is also like in in a way initiating something. And when it comes into 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 that Gemini quality, you know, it's this maybe what kind of conversations am I initiating? And and again, it can be like very sharp and and sort of burn other people. Um, but it can also have this capacity with Gemini to to speak from the heart, you know, or to connect 
through our communication, like the heart language in a way is what sort of comes to my mind. So something that moves maybe out of the physical realm from this Torian quality of, of doing and actually moving something and putting down boundaries and, mm-hmm. you know, defending your soil to to a quality of the next little while for like how do we how do we interact how do we communicate how do i verbalize my decisions yeah mm-hmm. and I, just listening to you there i'm just thinking like to me then like gemini would be sort of like quick fast and that can be like if you think then of our of our ways of doing things or our ways of thinking and all they're like that can be brilliant because it's one you know, one thing after the other but then I'm also thinking like we can be very quick, quick to speak, quick to take action, quick to jump into something without maybe just surveying the lay of the land. And is it needed? Is it necessary? Do you know, like, um, what do I hope to gain from it almost? Or what's the benefit of unconscious or conscious that I feel I will get from putting my two feet into this here? Like is what sort of springs to my mind as well, sort of with just as the... I just sort of see having us that sort of the whole land almost like that way. Like, so to me, it's a space where we're maybe considering how we communicate time back into Mercury and all there as well. Like, you know, knowing that there's sort of flavors that can be from underneath influencing. If you think like, you know, Mercury is like the communication and how we express and all there and how it comes through. So then you have these little like sort of other ones poking at it or coming up through it. Like, you know, if you have Mars and the Gemini and all there, then going, okay, is it going to be sharp? Or will it be, like, you know, a call to action almost, like, that yeah. way as well? To me, it comes also this quality that, you know, sometimes you're working on something it's literally laying one block down mm-hmm. at a time and it just feels like forever. And, and then at times, all you need to do is pick up the phone and ask for help or you know, make that one decision and all of a sudden fast forward, you know, and the project is nearly done. So this perceived idea of timeline, how long things take, I think with Gemini compared to the previous sign Mars and Taurus, Mm. there is just this things that maybe felt like took forever or will take forever can also all of a sudden happen like very quickly by just getting the right people aligned in that you know so again it it, it when we work with the the archetypal energies mm-hmm. then we can touch into and then we can go we can recognize where is there too much of or too little of you know where we go okay too much of that will be like constantly changing your mind constantly having your you know your 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 hands in thousand different projects mm-hmm. you know doing all the doing but nothing gets actually done on the ground you know there's just that too much too quick too harsh uh maybe also unreflected and then on the other hand on a more balanced side it can be just very effective with a lot less um physical energy needed you know there can be can be this communal aspect Mm -hmm. as well as like oh if i align with someone else and if what i need and what that person needs just match perfectly both of our purposes are being served really beautifully and can feel very light what felt very draggy Mm -hmm. early on you know so there is that change and i think that I love watching sort of the the shift in the in the cosmic weather as such, and how I perceive that in my own you know in my own life in my own projects and and how we engage with it. So, thinking of that archetypal quality, and then you can remedy it. You know, you can go like, oh, there's 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 a lot of quickness in there. It's like, oh, I'm very quick to speak before I'm even thinking. It's like, okay, how can I utilize that quickness in other areas of my life where I feel mm-hmm. a little bit more stagnant? You know, switch it around. Yeah, yeah. So can. Because if you're if you're aware of the energies or have a 
a sense of them and all. They're like, it's just like anything we can use them. Like, they're not controlling us. Do you know? Like, so it's like, it's like you think of an archetype and you give it a frame of what it could look like and all there, like sort of thing like that. That's available in the space and the energy for you to call in and work with like that way. Like, so it's not that it's sitting there going, now I'm going to make you, you know, get really angry. I'm now I'm going to make you take action, you know, because if you're not in a space of taking action, you're just not going to take action. Like it'll be forced like that way, Do you know, like so, and it's not going to, you know, it's, it's sort of there and it's available to anchor into and to use like, I think that's the beauty of known cycles or known sort of like the even astrological cycles and all there or what's going on as a general energetic is that then we get to interact with it like that mm, way like and we get yeah. to see oh actually I have noticed that like yeah I'm just like I'm there on my Instagram screaming every day like or you know I'm there try, trying to get my words across or I'm sitting in the background trying to anchor down sort of what what is what is important to me? What do I want to share? How do I want to share it? And in what form? Like, mm, mm. Yeah, I love that. One of the ways I, I always talk about these, these different energies or archetypes is uh, in readings is um, think of, of like when you cook, you know, spices. And they're all like spices that are available to you. And all of the spices are available to all of us at all times. Mm. You know, and then we go through periods where all of a sudden our attention has been drawn. Oh, my God, there's actually cayenne pepper. Do you know what? I haven't cooked with cayenne pepper in a, in, in a, in a while. What would happen if I add a little bit of that mm. to my, you know, to the dishes that I do all the time? I was like, oh, it just tweaks things a little bit, you know. And and another time you go like, oh, sugar. Oh, I'm actually. Oh, oh, everything is sugar oh, everywhere. Oh, wow. OK, is that like do I want to mm. keep using the sugar? You know, so to me, these shifts in weather or also these activations are nice natal chart is literally like that it's our awareness is drawn or can be drawn to those different things and then we have a choice we can fine-tune we go like oh i actually never use that or i'm using it all the time and how is that working for me and so i yeah. think that's really sort of an invitation of all of those cycles it's like okay what's available energetically and then what is it that i'm conscious where am i placing that consciously mm-hmm. so to me it's like it's a constant waking up actually isn't into our own life it's like oh my god didn't know i had that oh my god didn't know i can do this with yeah. that it's like, yeah yeah because it's like yeah. we we will and i said that i go i i know virgo like because it's, it's highly in my chart like that way there's other ones i go oh yeah i know that like you know because i i have loved experience stuff and there's other ones i'm like hmm I can't really get a hold. I don't, hmm, I don't fully know what that feels like in life. But then that's the beauty of archetypes that we can go, oh, okay, how does that play find through my life? Because it has to. And if, it, if I really think it doesn't, maybe I should invite it in for a little dance. Yeah. Yeah. And society shapes it as well, right? What's, what's accepted and what's, what's not. And so thinking of that and what aspect of it, I have a lot of Virgo as well and Capricorn and you know there are aspects in 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 all of the signs of qualities that society accepts more you know so in in a virgo to give an example like the pragmatism and the practicality and the relatability mm. is something that you know is is being appreciated across mm. like from 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 a business to to how parents and society wants to see you you know but then when it goes into the more uh qualities of 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 healing and seeing maybe what's not working then there might be a pushback then you know depending on if you're a woman or a man and how old you are when you grew up might be like oh don't 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 why why do you need to rock the boat all the time or why do you need to point that out or you Mm -hmm. know or what do you mean you're you're 
you you have you practice Reiki you know there's these these other qualities or you know in touch with other things it's like okay I like the pragmatic side of Virgo but as a society we decided to not like these other things and the same with like across the board but just because those energies are coming up like Pisces Mm. you know oh we collectively decided that there's a certain way of like of art that we appreciate certain type of painting certain type of you know music but then we don't really care generally as a society so much for the fact that where those even music where those big composers where that inspiration came from right it's like that part of Pisces is too woohoo I don't want to have that thank you very much and I think that's across the board I mean like there's a lot of signs and a lot of sub nuances into it but I think the invitation is also when we go through those and something comes up it's like what are those qualities within a, within within me that I'm familiar mm. with um more so than others and why is that you know is there something that that, that I can resurrect and that's very Virgoan as well it's like very much like that healing within you know I was like oh I'm gonna allow myself to step into that other quality within me that society felt like I was too loud, too fast, too, too introverted, too, whatever is too, you know, too mm. much, too little. Um, and I think collectively to loop back to what you were saying earlier on, it's like this work that we're doing individually, this is the only way how we create collective, collective shifts. So if you want to have a different, different flavor of conversation, a different fabric of how we all live together, we got to look at what we feel is acceptable within mm. ourselves as well and do the work there. Yeah, yeah. Definitely, like, and I think that's a major theme. Really, come. It's always been there. Like, it's not like oh, this is a new twenty twenty. Like, you know, it's trending. It's just like no, it's just more heightened, and we're highly aware of it. Like at this minute in time, like, what, we, uh, like, um, because we have to contrast energies, like, because we only learn sometimes by having that contrast or having sort of seeing the differences in them or seeing the changes in them. You know, like, and I've, I've said this somewhere in some other podcasts and all there, like, you know, in, in circle work, like, I know it's kind of trending out there, it's all just in circle, safe space and all there, like, but there's a massive amount of energy put into that there to create that space, but it's always the opposite to what we, if I need support, yeah. I'll look to the opposite of what's going on, or if I want to heal something, I'll look to what's opposite me in that circle, or when I work with my stones, there's ways of working with what is in, in a sense, my light or what is known what is unknown like because that will be the resource to feed possibly where i'm at like yeah and even if you think of the circle work in itself is a response as an opposite to the hierarchy Mm. that we experienced beforehand and even that i mean that goes beyond this episode but to you know that neither is inherently good or bad but we can see the benefits from the circle work because we've also experienced the uh, sort of like lower vibrations of hierarchy Mm. well what is a good level of hierarchy what are the lower vibrations of circle work for example as well you know um i think that that, that's that's something not not, really we're not gonna go there today (laughs) we're not gonna go um but Mm. yeah to to sort of like loop back into that that's the full moon right it's like can i sit in that tension between the opposites maybe what i'm doing and what i need aren't aligned and and can yeah. I be okay with that? And how is that informing me? And then when that is informing me, as Mars travels into Gemini, how is that, how am I gonna let that guide my actions, my my decisiveness, my where I put my energy on a day to day basis? Because all these cycles they're all connected, right? Well, to me it's like you know they're all feeding into the word like greater plan, but there's no plan. But you know this greater whatever wave or whatever I want to call it, like but it's like it's all 
hopefully moving us towards something if we're aware and open to it as well. Like, but um, there's two little things that came into my mind. They're like, oh my god, I want to share these. They're like, they're pouncing on my head to get out that way. Like, is there's a couple of questions that are lovely to just sit with, even like every morning, asking yourself, and it's like, and they come back to sort of the foregoing qualities. Like, you know, what is needed of me today? Do you know, like, and in a sense, not asking my to do list or. I could possibly ask my boss because it might actually, you know, focus my energy on one thing versus what I think, but more nearly of spirit, soul, yourself, you know, what is needed of me today, like that way, like, and allow myself to give that to myself. And then it's like, you know, what am I of service to? Because then that's going to maybe highlight to me, you know, because if we're chatting about, you know, what we do on a, a daily basis creates our life, creates the longer collective being and ways of being like and the world we want to bring in like it's like so what am I of service to like because that's going to show me where my energy is going what it's feeding and it's not about going into that you know I'm holier than now and my life is of service to know everything but like you know it's a simple daily things like because then I'll get to see you know I'm actually I'm in service to my family like which is a beautiful thing like and I know some people will have issues around the world of service too but it's meant to be a fulfilling reciprocal thing as well like do you know that way but it's like to me it allows me to see where actually is my mind my body my spirit my emotions all funneling towards where is my energy being directed like but i thought they were this i love that came visiting i love that i think i think that's also medicine to changing this this framework that we have that you know what's good for the collective is not good for me you know there's this like this idea that if i you know or even mm. if i want to make a living i have to somehow abandon the parts of myself and goes back to into you know it's okay to access the the pragmatic aspects of Virgo or of any sign but the other signs are being suppressed so it's this this complete rethinking of instead of abandoning parts of myself to do one type of job or survive and then come back and needing to go into into yoga and deep rest and restoration to bring the other parts back mm -hmm. there is there is that quality as more and more of us are doing this work we're waking up to ourselves and the, the, what happens when you do this work it gets more difficult to only show off show up partially like yeah. the, the rest is just has been integrated and just comes along with you so even without saying anything the subtle aspect just swing in with it and so really, I think what ha what is actually catching up and it's it's beautiful that there are so many like air energies at the moment and also water energies there that really can work with that. It's like what's catching up is has to be our mind, our beliefs, our ideas, you know, maybe I could be fully me and as me showing up, I'm giving service to the community, but not because I have to disown myself mm -hmm. and i think that's where the reciprocity comes in and this where where things become sustainable because things yeah. are only sustainable if you don't have to give up part of yourself and so it's not this either or but it's like instead of me mm. trying to be somebody else to 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 which feels really really difficult what if i could actually be me what if i was actually accepted with all of those parts of me what if i could show up in an office setting and still be like the Reiki practitioner that I am part-time. And I, you know, I might not bring it into work, but I don't mm. at least have to not hide about him. And we are slowly making progress towards that. But there, yeah. I think, I think sometimes we, we shift our responsibility out there and go like, yes, society has to change. 
but we have to remember that society can only change by how each and every one of us sees this world and so that's where we're so so powerful as we're in mm-hmm. these little incubators sitting at home it's like we're being confronted with all our frustrations like but I can't be me in order to do this and yeah. I need to throw all of this out and so sitting with these opposites and really asking ourselves is this really true or is this just a truth that I've become accustomed yeah. to I think it's really powerful yeah yeah because it's, it's like it's like what I hear so, so much and I'm sure you've heard it too and all that like, you know oh when I come to this then I'm like you know nearly really me or I get to be me and I'm like that's not a life lived like do you know like it's not that way you know like I'd never said to him but a bit in my head I'm like that's not a life lived like and I know it's not easy to in a sense bring our full essence out into the world because we're whatever our programming and judgments and whatever else you want to bring into it and all there and how it'll be received or how we maybe perceive it'll be received or even how our loved ones will receive it and all there but I'm like that's so much energy is being used to suppress that there like and then I only maybe get it once a year when I go on my retreat that I feel more like myself and I'm like we we need to be creating lives and if we own businesses and have employees we need to be creating spaces where people are need are allowed in their fullness like because they have qualities that could actually bloody work for you like you know like that could really thrive in environment and other spaces like because we all know there's people in the offices who are the little in a sense the healers because they're the ones everybody comes to on a monday going oh my god i can't believe i'm here again like or the you know this is going on at home at the minute or and they're they're on the zoom call and they're getting all the one-to-ones versus the zoom group meetings you know like so people play those roles anyway like but they're still sort of hiding like so it brings back like you know we're chatting about the opposites the grounding of both aspects and all there like it brings that all back like that we need we need to allow ourselves to be a full expression and to be curious with it and to experiment with it yeah i think maybe on a last note here Mm. this this idea that to be in a full expression which is different than a polished oh i'm doing air air commas here perfected version of ourselves this is this is not the same because like i think there's a lot of uh, we need to let each other also off the hook we need to let each other overstep lines we need to let each other you know maybe also the quiet person that you never thought can actually speak up gets to be angry at time you know it's not about like can we all bring the 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 healing vibrations into it like can we all own all of our emotions and find a healthy way of expressing them so mm-hmm. that doesn't mean as you have to shout in an office setting but this idea that you can sometimes the person that always seems so strong can also go like i'm gonna take five minutes here like i'm <laughs> i gotta reset like this has really like affected me you know um or or the other way around mm-hmm. and going like somebody that's very very quiet all of a sudden like like draws the line says no and and, and not going like but I thought she was the very calm one and collected one, you know? So it's, it's, I think that's the other work that's required here is to look at how we hold people uh, captive and mm. imprisoned by our expectations on them, you know? But she's always so composed or he is always so decisive, you know? We're, we're putting a prison, a net around those people, not letting. And so doing it for ourselves, but also letting mm. other people off the hook. And as we're growing into those parts of us that we're not so familiar with, the other people are doing the same and we all know how things go when we start trying new things when you learn to play the piano you're not <laughs> eloquent you're not beautiful if you're finding your voice and you're finding your anger sometimes you oh. overstep the line and that ha- like that yeah. we need to make space for that i think collectively as well if this has to be sustainable yes 
This is, I'm sitting here, not at, you can't see me, but I'm sitting here going, mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. not as Liam will be cutting this out. But I'm, I'm sitting here nodding my head because, yeah, definitely, like, definitely. Beautiful. Dear listeners, thank you very much for joining us today. We look forward to connecting with you next week again. Look after yourselves, tread lightly and enjoy. If there's more spring light coming into your life and into nature, enjoy that there as well. Thank you, Bibi, for your time and your energy as always. Thanks, Rosalind. Bye, everybody. Bye. We'd like to thank you for listening to the Earth School podcast hosted by Rosalind McNally and BB Dallin. If you'd like to find out more about the podcast, you can follow us on Instagram. Or if you'd like to learn more about our individual work, you can check us out on our websites, bbdallman.com and thethirstysoul.com. Thank you.